0: Hey there! Hello, and welcome to Speaking Up with Lilibeth the podcast. You are listening to another insightful episode of Speaking Up with Lilibeth, the podcast, where you get to listen to profound and relatable knowledge to help you thrive in your everyday life. I'm your host, Lilibeth Inagbaye, and I share my experiences. And whatever God would have me share per time. You are in for a ride. Welcome to the family. Let's get right into it. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, you are listening to my voice after months months of staying away. It was never my intention to stay this long without recording any podcast. I am so excited to finally be back to doing this. so, so excited. I've had times where I you know, even went ahead to draft on an episode, went ahead to you know get so ready to record and then something just happened you know that has to take my product had a higher priority. And I had to just let go of podcasting, but I'm so excited to finally be back. I'm so excited to finally be recording this. Goodness, can you tell how happy I am? <laughs> I don't know how happy you are because a lot of you have come into my DM saying, oh my goodness, I want to listen to your voice again. What happened while you not recording? We're expecting another episode. What's going on? I am so sorry. I apologize. I had things that were going on. But finally, I'm done with all of that right now. So I have the time and I have the chance to record another episode. I promise that I'll be more constant. I'll be more consistent with recording and posting and letting you know. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I stayed away for too long. Oh my goodness. Even I cannot believe that was that long. Thank you so much for sticking with me. Thank you so much for staying with me. You're welcome to another episode. Let's get right into the business for the day so this particular episode came to mind when i realized that um there was a wind of depression and sadness blowing around and a lot of people even the people that i knew and the people that i cared about the people that i loved were getting blown away by this particular wind of sadness and um it just really hit me that i could do something about it you know i could i could share insights about it i could share you know um ways that i know that people can come out of it you know instead of just keeping my knowledge and keeping myself you know away or just praying yes prayer is very good but then you know if i had strategies that god had given me personally to overcome this season then there was nothing stopping me from sharing them with you so that's what this episode is about this is me just sharing Um, strategies to come out of this season, if you've been there, if you've come out already, if you are going through it right now, if you feel like it's coming and it's hitting you so hard and life seems to be life-in right now, um, I think this is what you want to listen to. These are strategies that I know that God has given me to overcome this episode, this season of life. And it's not really easy for a lot of us. I've been in this season myself, so I know how it can be. It is not the best thing to go through, honestly. I know how this can be. I know how it can feel like. Last year I was here and, my goodness, mm-mm. Mm-mm. no, no, it's not the best place to be. So, this episode was born out of a desire to help you get out of this depressing season. It feels so terrible, you know, and it can be crumbling. I know that because, like I said, I've been there. And I want to say that if you're not holding up well and if you've, like, totally fallen under the power of this wind if you've totally just almost lost it i want to say that it's not your fault and you might have never noticed that it's happening to people as well but it's really not your fault um the thought of not meeting up with the goals that you had for yourself at the beginning of the year can be demotivating or an opportunity that you've been trying to get for months or for a very long time can be really really demotivating so if you're going through this i want you to know that you are not alone right it's not this there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing you know special about you or anything No, it's a general thing in case you do not know it's a really general thing there are a lot of people who are experiencing these feelings of sadness for no reason at this particular time okay so right now you feel tired you feel weak you feel out of breath first of all like i said you're not alone Secondly, you can beat this. You've got this. You can come out of this. God is strong enough to carry you and all of your bodies on his back. You can come out of this. I am rooting for you so deeply. And this episode is definitely going to do you a lot of help. So now I'm going to go right into it. And I'm going to share strategies um, to identify and stay away from your triggers. So you can live a worry-free, depression-free, fulfilling life. The first thing to do, this is very important. The first thing to do is to take out time to identify your triggers. What causes you to worry and lose balance? At what points do you get distracted and lose focus on the things that matter the most? Right? What causes you to suddenly lose interest in the things you like and launch into depressive mode? Try to think back, right, to when you just began to. When you just began to, you know, lose the flavor and lose the taste and lose the the cheerfulness in your heart. Try to think back to what might have triggered that. What did you do extensively or excessively, right? That caused you to just be like, you know what? Mm, I don't want to go to that party anymore. Or "Mm, mm, 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 I don't want to be with my friends anymore. What caused you to start drawing back? Like myself, most teenagers and young adults like myself are easily triggered by spending too much time on social media with time we become desensitized to the things that you know we thought we would never do and then all of a sudden there's an addictive hook you can't stop scrolling you want to stop scrolling but you cannot stop scrolling it's like you're addicted to scrolling. you're addicted to the pictures you just get seen on instagram soon enough you start comparing yourself with other people You're not happy with where you are at, you're not happy with what you have, you're not happy with what you are doing, because you think another person's life is what the ideal happiness should look like. You think another person's house is what an ideal house should look like. You think another person's room is what an ideal room should look like. And yours doesn't match up to that standard, so now you're not happy. Now you've all of a sudden lost your joy, right? Now you think that you you are disadvantaged. Now you think you are less. Now you think that you're not really high on that socioeconomic ladder anymore. You think your socioeconomic status is less just because another person has it better than you. Or you even think they have it better than you because not everybody shows you what it's, it's really like on social media, right? People don't post dirty houses on social media. They show you all nice and neat. It's the same way they show you their lives all nice and neat, you know? And so now you think that your life is less because you have seen another person's perfect life. Could social media be a trigger for you? Could spending too much time on social media be a trigger for you? The remedy for this, if it is yours as it is mine, is to take some time off. If you can, and this comes in highly recommended, take routine social media breaks. What I mean is schedule your social media breaks for yourself. Don't let it get to the point where you understand that this has become too much. Don't let it get to the point where, um, you know, it has become a a problem, you know. You, You find yourself becoming addicted to it before you tell yourself, hey, 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 I need to step back, right? So maybe take two days off in a week or five days in a row in a month the idea behind this is that you separate yourself to the end that you focus on what really matters right the idea behind this is not just um it's not just taking a break right the important thing is what you do on your break so separating yourself because at this point you're already being distracted and you're already off track and you need to get back on track you need to get you need to find your reason why you're on social media in the first place separating yourself is a means to an end it's an avenue to clear your head refocus and get your head and your heart back in the game so what really matters like i was saying is what you do while you are away from social media in my opinion the longer the better because it gives you more time to do to do the introspection you need like i said it's what you do while you are away that matters and it's what you do while you are away that will determine what you do when you come back are you going to just jump right back into your cycle of um Using social media for too long, you know, doing the things you should have been doing on there, comparing yourself with people is that what you're going to go back to doing when you get back to social media or when you get back to doing whatever it was that was your trigger that you're trying to separate yourself from? Now, some of the most important things, or some of the important things I think that you should do with your time away from social media, are one, try to identify when it's too much try to identify what your limit is what is your limit? do you feel tense after scrolling on social media for 15 minutes straight when do you start noticing a drawback it's because the truth is our bodies actually give us signs that is it's too much you know our bodies actually tell us slow down our brains actually to slow down. Yeah, you are taking in too much information. This is too much for me to process slow down. Your body actually gives you signs. What happens is that you ignore them, and sometimes you ignore them so much so that they just become normal and you can't even notice anymore. So our bodies try to send us signals to stop. What you should be asking yourself, what you should be trying to ascertain is when do I begin to feel these? These signals, you know, when do I begin to feel like Something is going wrong somewhere or maybe you begin to feel a light headache or your eyes begin to hurt or your hands are hurting or you just feel somehow, you know, you just do not feel okay again. It might be a sign that you are spending too much and your body is trying to tell you to stop. So, what you should be doing um, with your time away is try to identify when it is too much. Try to identify your limits. Try to um, be sensitive enough and be aware enough to so know when your body is sending you signals to stop because your body does. Now, the second thing you should do while you're away is set up boundaries for yourself. And set up a structure to keep yourself within your boundaries. Also with this, I would also um, say, ask yourself why you are there. You know, try to ascertain why you're on social media. Are you there to make money? Are you there to preach the gospel? Are you there for business purposes? You know, what exactly are you doing on social media? What exactly do you want to do? That will help you to set up the correct boundaries and that will help you to give yourself the time you need. Some people need to spend maybe eight hours a day on social media. Simple, don't need to spend it hours. Some people need to spend 30, to one, 30 minutes to 1 hour and get up there. But no, they'll spend 4 hours or 5 hours doing nothing, wasting their time. So what is your reason for being on social media? Why are you there? When you know the purpose of being there, you'll be able to ascertain the time you need to be there per day, right? So you'll be able to set up boundaries for yourself. You're going to have to be disciplined about this. You are going to have to hold yourself accountable. There are very simple ways to do this. First of all, give give yourself a time limit, right? Using our previous scenario about social media, if you notice that you feel tense after being on social media for 15 minutes straight, then set, you know, your time limit for 15 minutes per time. Set 15 minutes as a boundary for yourself. You cannot use social media for 15 minutes straight, once it's 15 minutes, you log off and, you know, go take a walk or whatever. And then maybe come back for another 15 minutes again. But you cannot be on social media for more than 15 minutes. That's a good boundary. But you know why? Because you know that it's after 15 minutes that your your brain begins to feel like it's taking you too much information. And then maybe it affects your attention span. Of course, it affect your attention span. So set that time as a limit for yourself. So the first thing I have for you is... Make sure you set it. Make sure your boundaries is time-bound. Don't just say, when I finish this work or when I post this thing, I will leave. You know why? Because you could scroll on social media for three hours and then not post the, the thing you want to post. And then you keep yourself there. This happens to me. You keep yourself there because if not posted the thing you want to post. But you are distracting yourself for that. And you're spending much more time. So make sure that your boundaries are time-bound. That's the first thing. overall you can set a particular amount of hours or minutes to spend daily on social media depending on what you want to do there like i said you need to have you need to know why you are there in the first place if you really do not have any solid reason for being on social media then i don't think you should be there when the purpose of a thing is not known abuse is inevitable if you really do not have any reason some post reason might just be to connect maybe you want friends You know, you want more friends, you need more friends, you don't really have people in your corner physically, um, or maybe you do not go to church. um, Physically, you have to join an online community, then that's fine. But also ascertain the time. You know, tell yourself how many hours you are going to spend there. Tell yourself how many hours you are going to spend on Facebook. Tell yourself how many hours or minutes you are going to spend on WhatsApp. Tell yourself how many hours or minutes you are going to spend on Instagram. Tell yourself how many hours or minutes you are going to spend on Twitter. Give yourself time give yourself time because you can be so easily swamped with these things these things are like attention hookers they hook your attention you can be so easily swamped with these things so give yourself time right depending on your purpose right i'm going to drag myself here and also a lot of us we waste so much time on social media listen if i'm not doing two things on social media then you definitely need to cut out cut down your time what are the two things one preaching the gospel and two making money if you're not making money or preaching the gospel you know reaching out to souls on social media then you should cut down on your time there if it's just a platform for you to you know see your friends post say hi 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 to your friends you know reach out to your friends and stuff like that maybe you should just make sure that that's the only thing you do there you know because we can so easily lose focus on social media right so stick to your purpose for being on social media and do nothing apart from that stick to your purpose just preach the gospel make money and then you know that's all you gotta do so oh okay i also wanted to give an um i wanted to give an example instagram has a feature of Going back to being time-bound on Instagram, Instagram has a feature where you can actually give yourself a time limit, like what I was trying to explain. You can actually give yourself a time limit of say 15 minutes or 30 minutes. So what that, how that happens is, you set a time limit for yourself of how long you want to be on social media per time in a day. Say you set 15 minutes. Now what it's going to do is, after spending 15 minutes on social media, A notification bar is going to pop up and say, hey there, you spent 15 minutes on Instagram today, Um, would you like to go take a break, would you like to go take coffee, would you like to, you know, phone a friend or something or go take a nap and then maybe come back later, you know, so it notifies you, although you you can ignore that notification. But then remember that you are the one who set that limit for yourself just so you can know when you've been spending too much time. Now, that limit does not mean that that's the only time you can spend on social media. It just means that it wants you to go and rest for a while and then come back, right? So it's not saying, oh, you can't use Instagram again for the rest of the day. It's just saying you've spent 30 minutes straight. You've spent 30 minutes in a roll, right? Doing nothing but being on Instagram. Are you sure you don't want to go take a break? I think it's a fantastic feature you know, it has really, really helped me to gauge my time there because sometimes I'm just scrolling and the next thing I see, the thing pop up, you spend spent 15 minutes. I'm like, how? 15 minutes? When? Where? Why? How did I spend 15 minutes? But then it helps me to, it puts me on track, you know, it helps me to um, keep track of the time that I'm spending there. Um, so that's for Instagram. I do not know about other apps. I don't think that Twitter has that feature, but I do know that if you are using an Apple phone, if you are, if you have an iOS, um in the settings, in the settings area, you can actually go give yourself time limit for your apps, right? So you can put a limit on your Instagram and say I want to spend 2 hours every day on Instagram. And when you've spent 2 hours on Instagram, your your phone will automatically lock instagram so you cannot access instagram although you can also override that but again don't forget that you are the one who set it for yourself because you have a life to live and your life is not just instagram also if you're not getting money from there you shouldn't be spending too much time there anyway if you're not preaching the gospel there, you shouldn't be spending too much time there anyway plus you have your life to live apart from social media Right, so I really, really encourage you, um, you know, to go do that for all of your social media platforms. If you do not have an iOS, there are apps that you can download to limit your time on social media to sort of block some apps, right? Block you and stop you from using some apps for a particular time. So for me, I think my WhatsApp, I have um, my limit on WhatsApp is about three to four hours every day because whatsapp is why i speak to family whatsapp is where i speak to most of my family and most of my friends that's how i connect to most of my friends and most of my family so that's that's the longest time my instagram i think is one hour per day my twitter i think is 30 minutes or something per day because i don't want to spend too much time there so you can give yourself limits i really highly recommend um that you give yourself limits on your social media because most of t- most of us waste our time on social media every day um you never know you never know also, with all of this, I really want to say because um I'm speaking I'm speaking to people who are trying to um find out their triggers for depression, I really want to say be careful on yourself, um, because discipline is needed and breaking you know habits that you've kept for a long time is a journey, it's not going to happen in a day. I can assure you that when you set your limit for Instagram or Twitter or whatever social media app you use, maybe Snapchat. Um, I can assure you that for the first two to three days You are going to break your limits <laughs> When that limitation When that um notification pops up And says um, Hey you spent too much time on Instagram I'm pretty sure you are going to click on ignore limits And go on But I want you to be um, Don't be too hard on yourself You also have to be very disciplined But at the same time don't be too too hard on yourself Because um, you cannot break your habits in one day You cannot break your habits in one day now, the third thing to do during your time away from social media or during your time away from whatever it is that you know is your major trigger. Your major trigger might even be food, right? The third thing to do is to make the decision to be ready for change, right? Because at this point in time, you figured out when is too much, right? You figured out what time is too much for you. You've also figured out You know, the main purpose of being on social media, you've committed to sticking to your purpose, you've, you know, set a boundary for yourself, you set up a structure to keep yourself within your boundaries because you must have gone to your settings, you know, to set a time limit for your social media. And the third thing to do is to make a decision within yourself um, to stick to your purpose for being on social media. If your purpose is there, if you are there to um, preach the gospel, speak to, stick to, preaching the gospel. If your purpose is maybe to keep up with your friends, stick with keeping up with your friends and making you know good, godly, sound relationships. You know, if your purpose is, you know, your business, then stick to being there for your business and don't put your mouth in gossip and dragging and all of that stuff. Stick to your purpose of being in social media and you will not get swayed away by the things that are not important right, the truth is you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect different results, right, you can't keep spending six hours every day on social media and then end up your day and be like, oh my goodness, I'm so tired, my eyes are my eyes are hurting and all of that stuff, oh my head is banging, I mean, if you don't change, if you don't change your approach, if you don't change your process, the results are going to be the same, you know, and so the third thing you have to do in your time away is, um, stick to stick to your new pattern, right? Stick to your new ideas, stick to your new plans of how you are going to spend your time on social media based on your purpose for being there. All of these you are doing while you are away, right? And so make sure to make sure. Like, you don't drive yourself into that circle of mental fatigue again. To make sure you don't drive yourself into that ditch that you're trying to come out of. This is just to make sure that, you know, you don't go back to social media and make the same mistakes, right? Now, I want to say, for people whose triggers, right, are things like thoughts and situations. Maybe the things that bring you to abusive... or sorry, the things that bring you into, you know, your depressive mode is maybe maybe an abusive parent it might not be physical abuse it might be maybe emotional abuse it might be verbal abuse an abusive partner um or maybe negative thoughts right not things that can be physically limited because this example i just gave is the example of social media where you can actually give yourself a time limit you can put off your phone and say you know what i'm not going to touch my phone for the next three days you know but if it's something like negative thoughts how do you deal with that i really want to explain to you that it's in your mindset, right? And you need to assess how you respond to these things because some of these things are things that you cannot control how they come in, but you can control their response. And if it's negative thoughts, you can actually control how they come in. You can actually control how negative thoughts come into your mind. So I want you to know that you are in charge. You are in charge and not the other way around. And you can actually regulate your thoughts. You can actually regulate the things that come into your mind. Um, I posted something about this on my social media one time and a friend of mine responded and she said um you know people keep talking about stay away from social media you know if you know that social media is a trigger for you stay away from social media and she said what about people who you know go to social media for fun what about people who go to social media to actually relieve stress you know because they know that um know they will find comedy there or they have friends who would calm them down and all of that stuff and my response to her was um as much as social media is a trigger i strongly recommend that you should take you should take time from it you know from time to time it doesn't have to be um you know it doesn't have to be you know just stay away from social media for like three months no no because i mean you have friends that you meet there. You have friends who will be there for you to pray for you when you need them. You know, to you know, maybe even help you financially, help you emotionally, just be there for you when you need them. So I don't recommend staying away from social media for a very long time as if you are disassociating yourself from society. No, but just take time away when you notice that's beginning to cause triggers or you notice that it's beginning to do more harm than good. Please make sure to take time away. Also The second thing that you can do, the second thing that you can do, I'm going back to the very beginning. The second thing that you can do, and when you've identified your triggers, I would say one thing that really holds a lot of us back is our thoughts, because everything that you do stems from your thoughts and from your mind. So control your thoughts and don't let your thoughts control you. You are in charge. You are in control. You can control your thoughts. You can control the things that come in and you can control how you respond. One way to control your thoughts is stuff your mind with the word of God. Stuff your mind with good things. And the thing is, your mind is like a sponge and your mind, your mind does not, um, excuse me, your mind does not, and does not know what is good and what is bad, right? Your mind takes in everything you bring to it. Your mind takes in everything you bring to it. So stuff your mind with the good things. Stuff your mind with the good things. Stuff your mind with the word of God. You know, stuff your mind with good music, with good books, with good sermons, good preachings, good people around you. You know, people who are sound teaching, sound doctrine. And the thing is, when you do this, it will be easier to discern thoughts that are good and profitable. Right? It will be easier to, you are more alert and you are more aware of when negative thoughts that coming in you. you make a mistake and your mind is telling you are stupid you'll be quick you'll be quick to um recognize that no i'm not stupid I maybe even say it out loud. i'm not stupid yes i made a stupid mistake but i am not my mistake so i cannot attribute that mistake to myself i made a stupid mistake i am not stupid you get me and so that's that can only happen because you've trained your mind to tell yourself that um You know what i'm not going to allow negative thoughts in so when you stuff your mind with good things to be easier to discern thoughts that are good that are profitable and that should be pondered upon upon from thoughts that are evil and vile and deserve to be countered with words now like the example i gave you can make a stupid mistake and say i made a mistake rather than i am a mistake you know i made a stupid mistake I am not stupid, I made a stupid mistake. I am not foolish, I made a foolish mistake. They are two very different things. And you need to be able to separate yourself from your mistakes. You need to be able to separate yourself from the evil things that happened to you, the bad things that happened to you, you know? And I also want to really emphasize this. You must use words, not thoughts, to counter thoughts, even to confirm thoughts, right? If you want to say, I am beautiful, you know, you cannot just think in your heart. I am beautiful, I am beautiful. You have to say it out. Words are very powerful. And so when you make a mistake and, you know, a thought comes up to say, oh my God, I'm so stupid. No, speak out and say, I am not stupid. Actually use your words. Your words are so powerful and your words can counter your thoughts. Do not use thoughts to try to counter thoughts. Use words to try to counter words. Because when you speak, um, your mind has a way of connecting with your words right your mind has a way of it. it's as if when you speak you actually manifest what you speak you see what you speak right because your mind has a way of connecting with your words your brain has a way of connecting with your words and you are drawn to what you are speaking so do not try to use thoughts to counter thoughts use words to counter thoughts and even when it's positive thoughts Right, things like, oh, I am beautiful, I am bold, I can do this, I can pass my exam, you know, I'm going to come out in flying colors. Say it, don't just think it, say it, actually say it, affirm it. I am I am beautiful, I am bold, I am unique, I'm going to pass my exam, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this job, I'm going to get this job. Don't just think it, say it out loud, right, affirm Speak positive over yourself. Affirm yourself in an assertive manner. I also want to really say this. Um, There are times when we say things and we are like, um, I will be. I've caught myself saying it a lot of times. And you say, I will be. Maybe um, I will be successful. You know, I, I will be. I will be this. I will be that. You are trying to affirm yourself in a positive manner. But you keep saying, I will be let today be the last time you do it say i am i am successful because as you say you begin to leave it out like i said as you put it into your subconscious you begin to leave it out your mind and your brain has a way of you leaving out what you say so don't say i will be successful say i am successful i am intelligent i am educated i am inspired i am bold I am beautiful. Don't say I will be. Yes, I know that you might not really be that thing. And truthfully, you are not really bold at that particular time of your life. Maybe be the time where you are the most fearful. But if you really want to make a change, instead of saying I will be, say I am. I am bold. I am courageous. And that's how you become courageous. Because your mind and your body and your system will make sure that you become what you say. So do not say I will be. Say I am. I am. Okay, so, um, we're going to be, I'm, (laughs) ah, I was going to say we're going to be closing soon. We're not closing, but I'm going to be, um, ending this soon. I really want to say, um, the crux of the matter is use godly strategies to overcome evil strategies. It is not God's will that you are depressed. It is not God's will that you are, you know, sad all the time. It is not God's way that you do not find the beauty in life. It is not God's way that you are not excited. You know, it is not God's way that things do not excite you. That you are not bubbly and you are not alive and you are not colorful. It is not God's way that you lose your aura. You know, I know some people can argue that, "Eh, it's not every time you are going to be happy. It is not God's way for you to be sad. It is not God's way for you to not have joy. Joy should be a constant in your life. Okay? So, use godly strategies if you do not remember anything i have said in this episode use godly strategies to overcome evil strategies cut down social media time and increase your prayer time cut down movie time and increase your worship time cut down your food and increase studying with studying god's word cut down toxic friends and toxic relationships i have an episode about that this cut out toxic people And focus on investing in people who have value. Focus on investing in godly relationships, godly friendships. Keep good friends and family who love you and who appreciate you close. Keep those people close. Invest in those people because those are the people that you can talk to. And when you can... Please share whatever it is that is going on with you with your friends so they can pray for you, they can check up on you, you know, they can send you food, whatever it is. But you need good people close. At this particular time of your life where you're feeling sad and you're feeling like things might begin to happen, you need good people with you. You need people who love you with you. So keep those ones close. Keep good friends and family close. And keep negative people who always have negative things to say at bay. Stuff yourself with the things of God. I want to especially say this. In this particular time, when you are going through whatever it is, listen to Godly music. Like I said, your mind has a way of keeping you in check. right? And because your mind does not know how to say... This is bad. I won't listen to it. Your mind takes up everything. Stuff yourself with godly music. Chant spiritual um, sounds, sermons. Watch inspiring people who have proven themselves by their results. Right? Watch those people. Listen to those people. Listen to godly music. Stuff your ears and your heart. Your ears and your eyes are channels to your spirit. They are channels to your mind. Listen to godly music as much as you can. Sing along. Allow yourself to just stay in that state of worship. Because when you're in a place of worship... You are inviting God into your into your heart. You are inviting God into your mind. And you are inviting God into your situation. To so sing along with the songs. Just allow yourself to just stay in the presence of God. Right? Listen to godly music. Listen to chants, spiritual sounds, sermons. People who have proven themselves. People who have resolved. Listen to those people. Right? Keep yourself in a close-knit circle of alive. This is just about people. Keep yourself with people who... Who know what it is they are doing? Keep yourself with people who want to grow. Keep yourself with people who are who are lively. Don't don't be depressed and stay in a group of depressed people. How do you expect to come out of that, right? The way to get a, a, a tree burning is to put it near another tree who which is already burning, and with time that tree will catch fire. Okay, so keep yourself in a close knit circle of a life lively. And bubbly people, people who are full of cheer, who are full of happiness, of joy. And very soon you will catch their own bug and you will be full of joy. You will find your joy again. Very soon you will catch their own joy. Joy is contagious. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode. I did not expect that this episode would be this long. I honestly did not. But thank you so much. If you stayed to the very end. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Please do me a favor and share this episode. Also, follow me on social media. On Twitter, I am at osazoge. Osazoge is spelled O S A Z O G I E underscore. Right. On Instagram, I am also at osazoge. O S A Z O G I E underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much um if you're listening on anchor if you're listening on anchor you can record a voice message for me if you do not have my number or if you cannot reach me you know my other social media platforms but i would love to hear what you have to say about this episode please reach out to me and please send your messages to me i really appreciate you thank you for listening see you in the next episode which will be coming very soon um thank you so much for listening bye